Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine, and this is a weekend blast. First things first, we just get things out the way. Uh, the government shutdown is still going on, and I think it's day 30, 30, 31 by now. And, uh, and Trump said he wanted to help the Dreamers in exchange for the wall, but the Democrats said no, so... We still playing this little tired ass game and people still crying about it. Well, with that out of the way, I wanted to talk about something I heard over the weekend about Gladys Knight and people signing a petition or letter saying that Gladys Knight was cooning to, I think, to perform for the for the Super Bowl or something like that. And. I heard the commentator. I heard a commentator on YouTube talking about it, and I had listened to it. It was it, it was interesting, but it was also funny. And um, if you want to go by YouTube, go over there but to uh, it's your world. And they it, Harvey, you know him by Super Mister Super Two Two Three, uh, some uh, his old channel was talking about it. And it was just funny. I mean, how he broke it down, but also how how Gladys and I got the job. She was talking about, you know, she support the troops and you know and what or what. And he was just going into a thing like, don't hide behind the troops because the troops, you know, put in, you know, did their thing. And instead of her just coming out saying, look, she just needed some money, she's you know saying she's doing it for the troops now. Um, you know, really, to be honest, everybody be saying that junk and, and you know, talk about the using the truth for this and that and over. And then when push come to shove, you come to find out that the troops are just being used as just cogs in the machine. But I wanted to stay on the point of celebrity people who in the black community that we put up. And that's the main thing, you know, you've seen a lot of older people, you know, folks sit here and talk about what they did in the past and stuff, what, you know, but we still haven't made it where we need to be today. And, you know, and it came to me the other day and, I, and I'm, you know, just walk with me, walk with me, family, walk with me, people, you know, understand what I'm about to say. I know it's going to sound kind of crazy what I'm saying, but I was noticing the other day just ordinary black people these folks ain't famous but i was just noticing the other day um what i call the jedi mind trick and you might say what in the heck this dude is talking about star wars like to a point i am and you remember that scene in episode one when qui-gon tried to do the wave thing over whatever that little thing that was Trying to sell that machine, the uh, the power pack to the ship, and he said, "What are you doing?" And he said, "You know, you know, you take such and such, you know, amount of money." He said, "Look, that don't work on me. I'm a such and such." And it dawned to me about being a black man or black woman who is not gonna kiss the colonizers' ass. Or trying to placate to them. People who have a sense of 
you know what, I'm going to do what I need to do is not going to be trying to sit up here and buck dance, put on shows, you know, audition for their ass, try to get their attention. Because it's like, look, I got stuff I got to do. I don't need to be bothered with your ass right now. If you ain't about no business, get the hell on out my way. So, as I continue, um, I said, this happened for about, you know, I think last week or so forth, right? That I was just observing people, black people, ordinary black people. And it, it just astonished me how we, right now, if all the technology are still ignorant and dumb, and we still sit here and we allow ourselves to be colonized and be used every single day. And we do that in the subtlest ways because, as I said, the devil always makes a little good with a little evil. I learned that from an older man who told me that. He said, look, son, the devil makes a little good with a little evil. It ain't always a straight up as most people have sat here and told you. And I sat here and I watched this, you know, several episodes of black people interact with the colonizers. And you can tell how quickly they they go right into slave mode. Cool mode or whatever heck you want to call it is all the same. Just in a matter of a few seconds, soon they see the they walk right on into the cool mode. And I'm like, damn. And I, this dude was talking to me, colonizer, because that's what I'm going to call them, colonizers. Colonizer dude came up to me, said, look, you know, he looked at me, you know, with, I supposed to respond to him like, oh, you know, fall all over him. Oh, thinking like, dude, get your shit and get out of here. You know what I'm saying? You know, because we had uh, put direct TV in our house, right? So. He was expecting me to be all, oh, man, I'm gonna, like, no, hurry up, get your shit, and hurry up and get up out my house. That's that's what you do. But the other episodes I've seen is just like over the weekend, right? We had a bad snowstorm. If you've been in the Midwest, people, Chicago up in that area, bad snow, Cleveland, some areas like that, Michigan. And, um... Last year, I made it my business to get me a snowblower. And I mean, I wanted a, one of the big boys, not that little puss bull crap you see people pushing around that barely can't even cut. They're like somebody um, vacuum. I got a, a one of those big, um, big boy snow, uh, snowblowers, right? And I'm not the only one. A dude crossed away on the other side of me got one. And so, a reason why I got it, because last year, it was it snowed late, and it was an icy snow, whatever it is. And I, and I had my son out there helping me and stuff, and that's cool as it is, but it's like, for some, where our home is, right, when it when the wind blows, I don't know if you notice that, if you've been up here, it's like, if for some, in one direction, wherever your house be at, if snow there, it's like, the, your neighbor's snow will pick up and come up off your neighbor's yard and come dumping in your yard because of the wind. So 
that's what happened to me. I'm like, and I was telling my wife, that's it. Dang, man, I'm so sick of this snow. Like it's always heavy on our side and it's lighter on the other side. So I said, okay, let me go ahead and buy this snowblower. So I said, I'm determined to get the snowblower, right? So, you know, went on and got the snowblower, fired it up, cleaned up my front yard, cleaned up my, my walkway, backyard, driveway, you name it, right? And now, um, every year, these idiots who, who I live around don't prepare for anything. I mean, really, people, they don't. And this is what really pisses me off about a lot of folks. They don't prepare for anything. And that's why I tell my audience, you, the listeners, you need to prepare for everything. I mean, don't slack. Really, don't slack. But a lot of people slack and they think other people don't carry their freaking weight. I don't do it. So I went out there, used the blower, cleaned off my spot, went back and out. Left that shit for the neighbors. Like I said, look, because every year these must do this. They do not clean their area. And if they do, they're stopped to a certain point where my house is and then go in the house. So when I had my blower, I cleaned my spot off and was done. I went in, I, I throw salt down, do salt down on my steps and everything. Went in the house. About an hour or two later, these clowns came outside. They looking. So they, I think they was a spare Well, you know, you have that. You should come out there. Like, nah, bro. I bought that for my house and to protect and do for my family. Because you all, when we didn't do it, didn't want to come down and do and clean off in front of the house. Long story short, people, because I don't want to go ahead and do be rambling on. Long story short, okay. There's a black couple down the street from me, another black couple. And I tried to talk to this dude probably once, twice, and this idiot wouldn't ever respond. But this is a white dude that stays here next to this dude, right? Now, the dude, now I clink my stuff off. Every time this happens, these two clowns come out and start working together. And like clockwork, this dude came out. He cleaned the whole, this, the white dude's front yard, his, and went back there and helped him in the back and cleaned up, right? Now, my house, where I am, had, like I said again, for some reason, where it, where it's in that middle part or whatever, snow just dumped right there. Every time it snowed, man, it's like it just boom, boom, boom. But when I had my blower, it just cleared out a lot of stuff, and we had a, got a lot of snow. But I watched this dude from my window and also got security cameras people because i watch folks because i i don't trust these folks around here too much so dude was up here was you know i heard the comments like, yeah man i'm gonna help you out man it's all good man you know what i'm saying how you doing with and i'm sitting here listening to this dude coon and buffoon for this colonizer where's a brother down the street from you that hey, you never went and said, Hey man, you know, you need me help, you know, help with your snow or something like that. How you doing? Never, you know, and I've been in this neighborhood for like three years. Ain't had no problems, but it's, uh, but I know that there's a lot of foon- cooning and buffooning. And I've noticed that, as I said, it's getting worse to me. It seems like it's getting worse every year when you're seeing black people 
men and women want to coon more. And they and it's like, even though with all the history, and this is what's that going and thing, with all the history, people, black people still want to coon and perform. And they think that shit is funny or it's or it's gonna benefit them. And I be sitting here looking at these people like, man, don't y'all know hey you you are better than these people? But for some reason you wanna sit here every time I go to the store, there's a brother with with some with some colonizer woman pushing his buggy. He ain't he ain't talking crap to this to this colonizer chick. He ain't saying no, I be, I ain't pushing this, I ain't doing that. He's pushing that button like a little kid, like he, like he, he's honoring. Basically, he's on, like not even just a, just like a kid. He's honoring this chick. I barely go to the store, people, and I see a black man push a woman's cart for her for groceries. Barely, or even pull it. He's always off to the side, talking mess, or moved on, and he ain't going somewhere else. But this dude was pushing the cart. And she had a person, and I, and when I saw him, and I looked, like, he looked at me. So I wasn't paying attention, attention, but I looked, and I looked around, and I saw the chick, and I said, oh, pale, pale colonizer right there. And I'm like, damn it. And I, but as I said again, this is, this is a weekend, but this is just observation, people. And I'm like, damn, man. So when you hear about Gladys Knight and all these other stars and these people getting old, it, it, I mean, it, it cooning go from go from from celebrities to ordinary people these days. And it is all about the program is in TV. All the TV shows about cooning. Black folks can't do shit without white people. Black people got to be the, the sidekick. Black people got to be the in closet homosexual dude. Black person got to be this. Black person got to be the idiot. Black person don't know nothing. It's it's all in there, and and and, and it's cool when the in the commercials where you had the black person got to put up with an idiotic white person, and it's cool. You know, we used to do certain things, and you know, you see the commercial, you'd be like, "Damn, man, are you are we that damn stupid?" And and most and most of us are. Most of us are. And as I sit here and I gave you my prediction and I could be wrong, but like I said, it's going to be about 98% of black, the black community is going to suffer as things keep going into this second wave because they, they're trying to find a place of safety. There is no safety. I, I heard over the weekend, and this has been a recurring thing too, that black people are scared of power. And that is true. When it comes to foolishness, when it comes to buffooning, when it comes to laughing, we can come together for a game. We can come together for a barbecue. But when it comes to power and ruling and delegating things that's going to benefit the people, black folks can't do that. They don't want to do that. There's always they got to have a white person do it. And that's the mechanism that's always keeping us down. And as I said in my podcast about the truth about white supremacy and the making of a slave, 35-page book. Got it from Amazon. And it, and it's a, that little book showed me a lot about why 
what and all the other stuff that why black people go through this thing. But it still amazes me every time when I see it. And the reason why it amazes me because, as I said, even with all the information that black people have, black people still do stupid things. And they, and they act like they're doing something great. They act like they're doing something that is magnificent. And every time you see a black man or black woman with a colonizer, male or female, they feel like it's a privilege of being with these people. Like I said, their whole life stops. They sit there, they're more nicer, they're more more attentive, they're more caring. But when it comes to their black person who, hey man, they're like, hey, how you doing? They they snarl. What you want? What you doing over here? As I said, go back to the, the, the example that I told you about the coon down the street and the snow, shoveling the snow. White dude, lazy as shit. Because he asked me one time and to to look at his vehicle indirectly. But but I thought but I think no, I think he wanted me to do it because when he was suggesting that I should do it, trying to use Jedi mind trick. And I told him what exactly what he needed to do. I mean, in a in a nice way. I told him what he can do, meaning that you can go get your parts and do it yourself. I'm not doing nothing for you. But the other coon that's down the street, because there's two coons on it on our street, and uh, you might say, "Well, Mr. Q, where do you stay?" At? Well, people, I do stay in a white neighborhood to a point. It ain't gated by nothing. But it's a, you know, I look for a place, found the house, you know, hey, I don't mess with these fools. I mean, and that's it. I go about my business. I'm in, out, done. I'm trying to, I'm finna get rid of, <laughs> if God willing, find another house. I'm trying to get to uh, a place of my own. Right now, I'm just renting this place out. So this ain't really my place. I'm just renting the spot. But. I wanted to share those examples because it just as we going into a, another work week and everybody now for to get ready to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Everybody liked Dr. King now, but everybody didn't like him when he was alive. See, we romanticized the, the, the dream, but that dude lived a nightmare trying to thinking that he put his best foot for his effort to try to better his people, but people was using his good intent to further put the black people into a a perpetual sleep. And you still see that sleep to this day. Well cooning and buffooning and and bed buck and swirling crap. And you see that junk on, like I said, you see it in the movies, you see it on TV, you see it in, you see it in the TV shows, the commercials. Hey, you hear it on the radio. Hey, you see it at the store. And that, and that is not, I'm not making that up. So when I heard that, Jack, when I heard that Gladys Knight was cooning, that broke my heart, man. I'm like, damn, I have respect for Gladys. But that's just like with Jim Brown and all the other people who have went out here, they have. They talk that shit about black this, black this, black that, black this. And everybody sit up here and saying that they black, they're not black. Black means money to a point. Now, 
as the old saying, black folks are liquid gold. And if you could just sit here and tap into people's feelings and emotions and all this stuff and get them all riled up, black folks will start moving and stuff. I'm not, I'm not doing all that. When you come into the war room, people, and everything, I it is my best intentions to to share with you my experiences and practical talk to help you make sound decisions for whatever situation, wherever you are, because I'm not there. You're not here with me. And, I, you know, maybe in the future we'll link up because right now we all got our own little thing that we got to do. So, but for right now, I'm not on this platform trying to get you to, yeah, we got to do this and do this. No, it's a lot of stuff on the table that black folks should have been doing, could have been doing. But we didn't want to because we didn't want to do the heavy lifting. And as I said, again, when it comes to power. People don't want to share. power. Oh, oh, that's that's the story. This dude was talking about uh, some sorority bullcrap talking about founders. Day. I don't you know, and I don't keep up with all that junk. And this dude was telling me uh, well, he was he wasn't telling me, but he was on a YouTube channel expressing, giving his commentating. And I should clarify that. That he was in college and people wanted him to join a frat and they told him well, the only way he can get in and they gonna put a cane in his ass. See, all this old foolery that black folks do. And we get into these situations. Thinking that this will help us better ourselves. You know, and it, I don't know what to say, people. I don't know what to say. You know, this this is like I said, this is just my weekend blast. You could take it or leave it. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but it just make really make you really sit back and just think about, damn, man, y'all just don't just sometimes we are we that damn stupid. We must be. I mean, this is just an honest assessment. Like I said, again, they, here, this is what we call. That's why I call it real talk. Because when you sit here, you watch this stuff. And then, you know, the stupid part about it also, people, is that people got the nerve to look at me. And I'll be looking at them. You know, I'm preparing myself. What you hell you doing? You too busy got your head so far up this colonizer ass or up this woman's ass. You too busy. You, you know, you too busy sniffing ass. You got shit on your face. You ain't doing nothing. But then when you get mad, when you get your nigga moment and they call you nigga or they treat you like a nigga. Or you part you're a property, you you that dog. And and on a I digress on that to a point, because I'm about to get back on it. But another incident just popped in my head because I saw another person, it was another neighbor who had a dude, and this chick basically was telling this dude that hey she controlled but they moved away but i seen her at the store the other day right and you know listen to me now family i was walking into the store had to go get some juices and whatnot and um i saw her face i wasn't looking trying to look at her but her eyes and our eyes met up this chick did a beeline and left and it was like she just zooped and got the hell on i kept walking because i was going to get what I need to get in and get the hell out of the store because it was crowded and everybody want to go there and talk in the damn aisles and talk about what this is and hold up, you know, 
hold up damn canned goods and bread out. I'm like, get the hell on out the way with that stuff. People trying to get in and get out of here. So I made my way back around after I got the juice, came back around and finna get ready to go to the checkout. So I needed to pick up something else. Went down another aisle and her, this chick came back around. I thought, you know, whatever. She would been on the left and got the hell out. She was trying to get the hell out of there. Nope, the chick came back around and our eyes met again. And she gave me that look like, I know you. You know, you must be following me, Lee. And I'm looking at this bit like, bitch, I don't be bothered with you. You know, you may got whatever it is that, again, that Jedi mind trick on the brother that you screwing and got the kids with. But that, that shit ain't working with me. And that's another thing that a lot of times when dealing with these colonizer white women, they think they got this Jedi mind trick. I'll give you another example that I'm about to get ready to close. I went to the gas station once. And I was uh, buying, getting some gas, and I bought some ice cream. And uh, I w- it was my turn in line. So I walked up, paid to, couldn't get a lady my, my money right. And the chick kept looking at me, you know, I, I was looking for, you know, I was look, I was like looking straight past it, like, you know, not trying to, you know, do all that flirting shit, whatever it is, what the hell she was trying to get, I, you know, but I was looking like, you know, not looking like spaced out, but looking like, you know, like, hey, whatever, just give me my money if I can get the hell on. This chick kept moving her eyes, trying to lock her eyes up with me like, you know, hello, hello. and I'm looking at it and then I kind of looked at the chick like, what the fuck your problem is? What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, this chick wants somebody to, to give her some attention. And I'm like, whatever. And so I kind of drifted off, looked up, looked away, and whatever. And she kept trying to get my and they excuse me, excuse me, and like, and I had my hand out to get the money. Like, excuse me, excuse me. You have a good day. I said, yeah, you too. And I left and went on and got in the car, pumped the gas, got in the car. But the whole thing about it, people, is it like this here? This is what it comes down to. Um, the the thing about it, folks, coon and perfume and whatever, they finna get their wake up call. They, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I don't know if they didn't get the memo, but all that kissing, calling out his ass and all this stuff, and it's and it it irks me. It irks me because you got culture vultures, both black and white, doing things to the culture of black people. And as I said, when a black man walks with some purpose, white people don't like that. White colonizers, that's what they are, don't like it because they can't control that person. You're, you're a danger to them because you can't fall. You don't fall for the Jedi mind trick. You know, this one time and I'm, I'm, I know this might say I'm uh, sound bad, but it is. It is what it is. You know, we at war, people, and a lot of us still trying to straddle the fence, or we try, you know, or we try to teeter tot to see which way it's gonna go, placing our bets on both, hoping that there'll be a winner. It ain't gonna be a winner. You only go, you got only one side to choose, and that's it. But as someone said, and I'm gonna say this like that for all those black people who love the coon. Who love their colonizer masters, Mr. Charlie, Miss Ann, so much. 
that they are willing to throw their people under the bus for a few coins, a few roll in the hand, or whatever the hell else they've been they didn't get from their parents. Because a lot of people got shit because they got psychological problems and they feel and they was told they were this and then they feel they they take um passive aggressiveness and narcissism as being nice because just because the person ain't yelling at you, that's that but they yelling at you, but they're yelling you in a in a childlike voice. Now you know better. Oh, she really loves me. He cares for me. I'm like, what the hell? But this is this is the state of what most of us as black people are at. So when I look at these examples, people, and, and I mean, I I know that it, I kind of sound like I was rambling on because I started off with the shutdown, which is the shutdown is gonna really go is a is a de facto the government is broke. Let's just get that on out the way. And I know I'm led into Gladys Knight, which again that that kind of got me. You know, really got me. Just like Jim Brown got me. It kind of got me, man. You know, these people I looked up to and and I admired them. But this is the thing that going back of, of as they said, don't have any idols. Don't put your stock in people, certain people that you think because eventually they'll turn. And I always say like this here, you hey, people, it's money out here, to, to, enough money to do what you need to go around and do stuff. You don't have to sell out your people to do it. But a lot of us still believe and still bank on selling out our people in order to make a good living. And for that, in my book, you're treason. You you you, you should be tried as treason. You're a traitor. And you should be dealt with. You like I, I did a podcast, I think in the unjust, I said at the end that if you if people do not like to want a, basically I said like if you do not want to be kind to those who are put on this planet with love, let them go. And if you're gonna sit up in and you're dog people who got a good damn heart and you full of evil, let them go. And I say the same thing with black people who want to be coons. Stay over there with these fools when they get through kicking your ass. Don't run back to the black community. Don't run back to the rest of us who are who love our blackness, who love us as black people. Don't do that. Don't. You made your choice. You like that old saying, you made your bed now lie in it. You lay down with the dogs, you got fleas. Don't come over here infesting and infecting everyone else because you ain't got your ass punted. Your white paymaster said, I am tired of your ass now. I don't want I don't want you no more. And for the black women, especially you fools who sit up listening to that junk, I don't want I don't want designer kids anymore. I got my kids, I want you gone. I'm tired of looking at you. Don't come back over here with that nonsense, because again, just like these other these examples that I give you, most of us, like myself, are tired and we see through you. We don't want to be bothered with you. We ain't trying to kiss ass. And, and again, like that brother said, and I said, and I said in agreements with him, black people don't want to share power. They don't. They're afraid of power. They want power when it comes to an individual of a 
as a as status thing that all of us got to stay on, on at the bottom and one of us got to look at up at the top. That is a non a bunch of nonsense. But as I said, with those examples, people, and I'm again, I'm not lying about these people. These things actually happen. Hell, I, what I got to lie for you ain't seen worse. You ain't seen worse at the store. You ain't seen worse on your job. You ain't seen worse in the doctor's office. Hell, either damn freaking post office. People would sit up, the black people would sit up there and coon for these white colonizers because that's what they want. That's what they want to be. They don't want to be black, and when it only time they want to be black is when it's convenient or they finna get something out of it. Other times, they're too busy trying to be somebody's doormat or somebody's sex toy. But as I said, this second wave is going to clear out a lot of crap. And I pray that it does. Because as I said about those examples, especially about the thing about the snowblower people. You know, hey, I'm I'm like this here. I'm a warrior in hand and I, and I mind my own business. But when I sit here and I seen a brother would not even come and help another brother out. But you'll run to a cracker quicker than fast you run to a brother who's over here struggling that showed me that that is a straight up perpetual hate towards your people that's a straight up hate and for Gladys Knight to go up and say that nonsense what she said I'm ashamed of you Gladys I'm ashamed of you just like I'm ashamed of of Jim I'm ashamed of you I'm ashamed of y'all Chris Rock oh man Kevin, oh man, all these folks getting it. And they getting it because you sat there and thought that if I was throwing my people on the bus, now I can go and talk in mixed company with these white colonizers and let them laugh and joke and say, nigga, they ass will love me and yada yada. They must, they get rid of you. But in closing, people, uh, I, I want to mention. That uh, a video, or no, not video, but this, yeah, it is. It's a video that went around. I think it was on an internet, but this idiot talking about let the white kids call you nigga. I did a podcast called uh, "Let the Colonizers Call You Nigga." That type of stuff. And the dude, the first thing the dude said, they gonna say it anyway. White girls, I'm cool with you. You see the foolishness in this man. All this is about sex and having access. This is what we have come to. But as I said, it's going to be 98% of black folks are going to fall flat dead. I mean, I mean flat dead. They already walking dead. They're just going to fall down because they ain't gave up the fight. All they want now is just want to sit here and, and, and entertain. <sighs> Sad people. But anyway, that's my weekend blast. And I, I know it kind of seemed long-winded, people. But it, it does it gets it gets to me. Like I said, war is hell, man. As someone said, war is hell. And when you know what you're trying to do and what you gotta do, and you dealing with a lot of dead weight, and you gotta get rid of that dead weight and get out the all the dead shit in there and clear out the field to get that field ready. It's a and you the only one doing it. That's a lot, people. It's a lot. It's, it takes a toll on you. And it's a sad thing because it, one day, 
one day, not too soon in the distant future, as it said, all this stuff is going to cease to exist. And I ain't going to sit up and say a wishful thinking. It's going to cease to exist because it's going to end up imploding on itself. It's going to implode on its damn self. So as I said again, for all the coons, all the haters, all the all the all the butthurt black folks who basically are not gonna like this this podcast because you're gonna side with the collar. That's just hate. That's just sheer hate. You got the right to be with anyone. All right, people, you keep saying that. You keep telling yourself the lie. That's part of the Jedi mind trick to keep you in perpetual darkness, keep you enslaved without forcing you and beating you. Oh, I love you, but I'm still going to call you. I'm still going to mistreat you anyway. Uh, <laughs> whatever, man. That, that's your thing. But anyway, people, I'm about to get up out of here. As I said, be safe. Be vigilant. Take care of yourself. Prepare black man and black woman. The real black man and black woman. May God bless the real black family. May God bless you. May the God of heaven and earth. I'm saying this people to you. May God be with us. Because we up against some fools. And really to be honest. They're going to end up killing themselves real quick. But we're going to have to stand strong. Be safe and be vigilant out there. Till next time I'm out.